This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. Our special guest on Bent Notes is a guitarist and composer, owner of a record label, Isthmus Music, and resident of Bruni Island in Tasmania, located just south of Hobart. Julia Schwing started playing guitar at age nine, has performed around the world since the age of 13, and has released seven albums. One of his neighbours on Bruni Island is trumpeter Scott Tinkler, with whom Julius will be performing at the Wangrata Festival of Jazz and Blues in just a couple of weeks' time. It is my pleasure to bid a very warm Bent Notes welcome to Julius Schwing. Welcome, Julius. Hello. Thanks for having me. Your bio shows that you have been a very busy musician for many years, travelling the world, performing and composing, and yet you've chosen to live on Bruni Island, a small island south of Hobart, in Tasmania. What is it about living on Bruni Island that attracted you to it? Well, it's the place I grew up and to be honest, I've just never really, never really left. I just like it so much down here. I'm very attached to the place and the environment and I've decided to try and, you know, have a career in music but stay based in this lovely rural setting. Is it a haven for creativity because of its remoteness? I guess you could say that. Yeah, I mean, that would sort of apply to any remote place in a way because you're just forced to focus uh, on your immediate surroundings more and there's less clutter and and you're just, you know, there's a lot more time to zone in on the art. Do you think that living on Bruni Island has changed your music or changed your approach to music or because you've been there the entire yeah. life has it just been a natural development yeah i i really believe in uh the way an environment slowly but surely makes its way into your into your music and your playing and your whole being really because obviously an environment shapes the person that you are and then the person that you are makes the music and i i really like the way it here on Bruni that's sort of slowly crept in over my whole life and it just becomes a really uh, it's hard to describe but a really deep and sort of natural connection rather than flurried attempt at representing a landscape for instance in music it's, it's more about just being yourself and yourself has been in this environment for so long so it's kind of an extension of your life, <laughs> if that makes sense. It does make sense. Is that where the touch on the guitar has come through your life on Bruni Island and that development that you're talking about? It could be. Not that I, I'm not really... I haven't really made a conscious connection between the two, but it's a pretty physical lifestyle. Yeah, there's always things to do around the house, little chores and... Yes, yeah, so I guess the physicality, and all ever since I started playing, the physicality of playing the instrument was one of my favourite things, as well as the notes and the and the actual you know sounds that come out. But just the physical feeling of playing the guitar has always been 
one of my favourite elements about about playing is just that tactile feeling of you know different amount of pressure you can put on and all the different noises that can be pulled out of the instrument when you sort of open your ears to the to all the other things as well apart from the notes yeah when you first experienced these sounds from the guitar did it strike you that it was something you needed to look at or did you initially think oh that doesn't make any sense i'll just keep doing what i'm doing well actually i first sort of started listening a little more deeply to that those sounds when i was started recording at home because a lot of the sounds i actually wasn't really aware of them while playing so it took recording and listening back for me to realize that there's a lot more depth to what i was the to what was coming out than i was realizing so and then as soon as i heard that these recordings back i started to become more aware of of the the levels of detail that are are stuck in there in the instrument that would have changed immediately your listening skills when performing oh totally yeah it was really quite quite a quick little shift that uh, that awareness just from that like there was a few months of recording that really did it i had i sort of purchased a new bit of equipment some really good preamps and some nice microphones and just sat down and thought i'll start with the acoustic guitar because it seems like a a simple task you know just solo and acoustic and yeah i was instantly blown away by the detail that was captured and then that kind of led to developing ways of magnifying that in the playing when you're playing your guitar with the the touch do do you incorporate the touch into everything you do or is it only an aspect of your performance skills it's not in everything not every time i play sometimes you know i'm playing more sort of standardly where it's really just about you know singular note clarity and keeping it really clean i like to try and incorporate the tactile into as much as i can so i really like that you have a trio of musicians from different states and they're performing or you are performing at this year's Wangaratta festival of jazz and blues yeah how does the distance impact on your trio's rehearsals and preparations for gigs one question and the second question is does the touch come into that performance mode as well the touch definitely comes into it yeah i i think i try and and incorporate that physical element into all my performances if possible and in terms of the trio we're actually we're actually quite close the drummer is living here on the same property at the moment all right which is awesome and the bass player lives in hobart so very manageable you're also performing with scott tinkler in the lovely acoustics of the holy trinity cathedral up at wang but i understand that scott's also a resident of bruni are you able to both work together to develop and to create music? Yeah, yeah. Scott moved down, oh, maybe five years ago. Yeah, since then we've been we've been playing quite a lot. The, the duo with Scott's been a real a really good thing. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> it's just been really nice to play purely improvised music and not. Like we very rarely discuss what we're doing or we're not so focused on 
on the outcome as such, but we're really into the process of making the music and it's been a really, I've learned a lot playing with Scott, playing that sort of music and it's, yeah, just really turbocharged my confidence in the, in the whole thing. That must require quite a bit of trust on behalf of both of you to improvise without actually arranging anything. Yeah, it's a feeling we've become used to. We just, it's actually a really, once you're comfortable in that, it's a really liberating and and comforting feeling to know that because if you're not too attached to the outcome, then nothing can really go wrong. Like you can have good a good play and you can have a bad play, but there's not there's not so much hanging off that end result as such. It's just really about playing as much music as possible and experiencing doing it (laughs) a musical conversation yeah you could call it that is the biggest part of your weekend in Wangaratta you're competing in the National Jazz Awards it's definitely the most nerve wracking part (laughs) 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 yeah and it's come on after I had the other gigs booked at the festival already so it's going to be it's my first time playing at Wangaratta so I was incredibly excited to play there with the trio and then very excited to play with Scott and then became a finalist in the awards and now I'm even more excited and so it's going to be a pretty a pretty intense weekend. It will indeed you'll be on the go the whole time I'm sure it will be a very satisfying weekend overall to to be playing with the trio to be performing with Scott and also to be in the the running there for the National Jazz Award for this year. What are you most looking yeah. forward to in competing? Oh, that's a good question. I'm quite looking forward to just the feeling, the intense feeling. I'm quite attracted to putting myself in situations that are kind of uncomfortable and trying to just really experience that the feeling of being in that situation. It's very invigorating and you feel really quite alive when there's an element of nerves or or um yeah just something you haven't done before i've never competed in a competition i don't i mean music and competing have never really been a two things i've put together in my mind but hey here we are you can see julius participate in the national jazz awards at 2 30 p.m on saturday october 29 in the wangrata performing arts center hall Julius and his trio are performing the evening in the same hall at 8.15 and with Scott Tinkler in the Holy Trinity Cathedral on Friday night at 7 o'clock. Julius, thank you so much for chatting with us about your upcoming appearance at the Wangrata Festival. Our best wishes to you for your participation in the National Jazz Awards and for a couple of very successful gigs with your trio and with Scott. Great, thanks so much for having me. Our guest on Bent Notes has been Tasmanian-based guitarist and composer Julia Schwing. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.